0: Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in. Turn and bow or greet your neighbor. Thank you, worship team. Thank you, band. Greet them in the most appropriate way. Tell them it's good to see them in the house of God. If you give them a thumbs up, a high five, a hug them, whatever level they feel like being greeted upon. We don't discriminate with love. Amen. If it's just a, we give you that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Get your Bible. You're already standing. Thank you so much. Those of you that are watching, bless your hearts. We welcome you as well and you can welcome others to turn in and we want you to be blessed because we know you will turn to revelation chapter 21 you can let them in before we read and amen revelation 21 and verse number seven revelation 21 verse 7 Then i'll pray and then we'll get right into this this is so exciting all right revelation 21 verse 7 we're reading from the king james version of the bible read it out loud with me please ready begin he that overcometh shall inherit all things And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Bow your heads, pray with me. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, we have sonship. And may the reality and the power of that sonship manifest in the lives of every true born-again son. May that that we inherit begin to manifest in us and through us in this hour for your glory. Help me to explain, to explain, Help me to proclaim. Help me to to prophesy. Help me to share in any way possible this word to your people that you can be glorified through each and every person that hears it. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated and we're going to talk this morning, teach this morning, declare this morning a message entitled the destiny of overcomers, the destiny of of overcomers. Uh Revelation chapter 21 begins telling us about the new Jerusalem. It begins telling us about how glorious and grand it's going to be for those that have overcome. We have gotten to the end of the story. We've gotten to the place in the scriptures and in time where there is no more wars, rumors of wars, famine, pestilence. We are now entering into the glory of the Lord. Does anybody want to enter into? Does anybody really want to enter? I know you were thumbing through in this and you probably, I caught you off guard, but I'm going to give you another opportunity. How many of you really want to enter into the glory of the Lord? You know, I mean, listen, you know, you know, you know, it's March Madness and all that kind of stuff. But I got some March Gladness. Because because, see, I ain't, I, you know, listen, let me this, I'm going to talk for a few of us that didn't live, save for a while. It ain't always been easy. I'm looking for the time I get to enter into the glory. I mean, listen, 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 for real. If we got to go through all this, you might as well get... You you might as well get excited about the glory. All right, let me help you. Let me help you. Somebody needs a little help this morning. All right, so again, the scripture declares in Revelation 21, 7, he that overcometh shall inherit all things. I will be his God and he shall be my son we're talking about the destiny of overcomers. Why, why Why? do we have to talk about it? Because you, we have to maintain the mentality of an overcomer. You can't let the news make you feel defeated so long that you accept defeat. You have to still know how to build yourself up in your most holy faith And live, walk, and talk like an overcomer. Amen. 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 So let me give you some definitions here so, so you can grab a hold of these. And this message makes more sense to you as we go. The destiny of overcomers. Destiny, destiny, write this down, is the place people end up based upon who they obey And the decisions they make. Destiny is a place all of us end up based on the decisions we make and who we obey. How many have ever flown an airplane? The destination was your choice. You made that decision. You just didn't end up where you ended up arbitrarily you made the decision and in fact they tell you before you get on the plane this plane is going here if you're going there line up it's not the pilot's fault you got on the wrong plane it ended up in the wrong place so your destiny is your choice write that down your destiny your ultimate destiny in particular with this message, is your choice. But we're using everyday situations to help you understand why you're on your way to where you're going. I just said something right there. You and I are on our way where we're going because of the choices we're making and who we're obeying. Now, that in itself could be a message all by itself. In every area of our life, Uh, for example, health. You are in charge of your health for the most part. And by faith, you can change some things. But you got to make a decision to make some changes yourself. On your job, you can change some things based on some decisions you make. If you show up late every day and halfway do your work, you're on the destiny plane to being terminated. <laughs> There's one more. Just somebody say just one more, please. All right, just one more. In your marriage, your marriage is on its way where it's going because of the choices y'all making. If you don't want to end up in divorce court, change directions. Make some different decisions. It's true. It's true. So that's destiny. Destiny is the place we end up based on the decisions we make and who we obey. If you keep obeying the devil, you're going to end up where he is. Do you realize that as simple as that is? If we keep, well, I'm gonna say we, because I, I, I ain't trying to obey the devil. If people keep obeying the devil, you gonna end up where he is. If you obey God, you end up where he is. What is inheritance? Inheritance is the transferring of possessions into the hands of the worthy. Inheritance. Inheritance is the transference of possessions into the hands of the worthy. Typically, in terms of parents, parents don't leave disobedient, hard headed children that never came to the hospital and visit them. No money. Typically. Let's deal with this for a minute. It's important. Destination is based on choice. Unless your life has been hijacked. We've seen it. Terrorists have hijacked planes. The people paid for a ticket to go somewhere, but the plane was hijacked. Now they're at the mercy of the hijacker. Hijacking is a hostile and violent takeover. See, this is how you can know and determine who's in control of your life. Has the devil come in and done a violent, hostile takeover? Making you spend money on drugs, alcohol, pornography, Gambling, you, 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 you ain't living, you're not on your way where you think you are. Your life has been hijacked. Now, you can look normal all you want, you can wave your hand and shout hallelujah, but you're still sitting up in this church, hijacked. The devil is treating you horribly, violently, because your life has been hijacked. No one in their right mind wants their life hijacked no one wants to wake up every morning and do the bidding of your hijacker you have no choices your choices are made for you every day that means your life has been hijacked you cannot do what God wants. You can't do what your family wants. You can't do what your boss wants because your life has been hijacked. And in when and if your life gets hijacked and you don't want to admit it, you lie about where you went. Just tell folks, the devil told me to go over there and I went over there and I ain't come home for three days. You've been hijacked. Just just be honest with yourself. The first uh, the first step and stage in your deliverance is acknowledging your life has been hijacked. You can't do what you want to do. You can't even serve God like you want to serve him, because as soon as you get good into it, you get hijacked again and we don't see you. If your life is hijacked and someone is taking you where you don't want to go, it also means you're in the wrong place with the wrong people and you're going to receive the wrong inheritance. If you're hijacked, if your life is hijacked, you're going to end up in the wrong place. You're going to end up with the wrong people Receiving the wrong inheritance. It's time to get out of that plane. You're in the wrong seat. You're going the wrong direction. You're with the wrong people. You're getting the wrong things. God never intended for you to get some of the stuff you got. You got it because you were making the wrong decisions. You were hanging around the wrong people. Do me a favor, everybody be real quiet right now. You already were. That was easy, wasn't it? Because this is so serious. You got to hear it. Where is your life headed? Do you know? Write it down. Ask yourself. Write it in the first person. Write it down. Where is my life headed? Because we're we're so concerned about everybody else now that some of us have lost (laughs) focus on our own life. And and you need to you need to grab a hold of the reins of that horse. And and, and get back on the right track. And and you got to know where your life is heading to determine if you're going in the right direction. Let me say this to you. Some of y'all going to get this. Listen, y'all. The revolution is being televised. <laughs> the revolution is being televised. There's no more secrets. There's too many media outlets that... People are going to tell the truth. So the revolution is happening right in front of our eyes. Believe it. Job chapter 23, verse 10, New King James. But he, God, knows the way that I take. And after he has tried me, I shall come forth as pure gold. God knows our destiny if you're saved in particular. He's got a plan for you. If you're not, he's got a plan for you. It's an alternate plan, but it's still yet a plan. God knows our destiny and he provides the means for us to arrive at our appointed place. I'm going to say that again. God knows our destiny. God has a plan for us and he provides the means for us to arrive where he wants us to go. But we have to use our faith and allow God to take us there and not believe the media, not believe anybody else but God. Because he only knows and he alone knows the way that we take. Do you realize God has a plan for your life? He knows the way that we're going and are supposed to take. And you must, we must follow him. Now that sounds real, real simple. But most of you know it's not. It's not. When he has tested us. We shall come forth. Oh, so what else does that mean? That means as please don't miss this, as we are on the right path in the right plane, following the right instructions from God, there will still be tests and trials. See, see, some saints don't understand. It. And as soon as the road gets rough or there's some turbulence on the plane, they want to turn around, and get off. Tell your neighbor you can't get off God's plane. Getting off means you backslid. Getting off the plane says, I don't want to be saved anymore. Getting off says, I can't take this anymore. Getting off says, I know I'm going to hell, but at least it's going to be cool on my way. That's the bishop be preaching It's too hard. That stuff he wants us to do, man, that's too hard. God knows the way that we take. That should give us comfort. I don't have to know everything that's going on tomorrow, but God does. You know, if you've lived any time, and let me let me let me be clear as I as I explain this. Uh, particularly for people that are in their 50s and, and beyond. Yeah, I'm, I'm discriminating. <laughs> See, because folks that lit, that's lived 50 years and beyond have been through enough life to realize a lot of stuff that happened to you you never thought it was going to happen. But you made it through. <laughs> never thought being saved, God would let that happen. But I made it through. See, when you're 20s and 30s, you you just, why did God let that happen? You still Googling, you calling every prophet you know trying to find out why God lets you go through something. You done already came out. You still trying to figure out why did God let me go through. You done came out. You done came out. You ain't had no scars, no bruises, nothing. All you got is a memory and you're still going over your, I wonder why. Look at you, you're healed, you're blessed, you're strengthened. That's what you need to be giving God the glory for. That's what you need to be thinking about. Before I get there, I'm already there. Let me just tell you, write it down. This is the mindset of an overcomer. I, I realize what I've overcome. I realize I've come through some stuff. I realize I've lived through some stuff. I know God is real. All I got to do is look back over my life and think some things over. God has been good to me and brought me a mighty long way. But if you're just 20, you just came from the barbershop. That's the only way you can. You You just came from the gym. That's all, you know. Young folks, don't get mad at me. I'm just using this as an illustration. Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we know. I'm talking to Christian faith now. And we know. I pray everybody else that saved no, but and we know all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. That's something that we know. We're not guessing or hoping. We know this. I'm talking now for show for show if you're 50 plus years old. It's some stuff you just know that God will do for you because he's been doing it over and over and over and over and over and over. You didn't realize God did some things you didn't even pray about. He just did it because He's God. Hey! And then verse 29, very important, for whom God did foreknow. So now, if you believe that you are foreknown or were foreknown or God knew you before you knew yourself. (laughs) If you realize that God knew you before you knew your name. You know, there's a period of time when folks calling you your name. You don't know. You don't really know when you were born. Somebody told you. Oh, come on, don't 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 be all deep inside. I know you don't know when you came out your mama womb, boy. You have no idea. Somebody told you somebody grown, stood there and wrote it out. Oh, he came out five twenty five Sunday morning. October 16th, 1960. Talking about me now. I wasn't there. I mean, I was there. I don't know. I'm not, com- but God foreknew me. He knew when I would be born. So, whom God foreknew, He also predestined, predetermined. Tell, no, 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 no. Shout out as loud as you can. I am not a mistake. I'm not a mistake. Again. I am not a mistake. Amen. You are not a mistake. It's impossible for you to be a mistake. You know why? That would mean God didn't know you were supposed to be. Oh God. Oh God. Where did Ferris? How did Ferris get here? There's no way that you could be a mistake. That would mean God had no, knowledge, no foreknowledge of you. So since God has foreknowledge of us, he has all knowledge of us. He knows the way, man, I'm getting excited up in here. He knows the way that I take. He knows the path I'm on. He knows what's up ahead for me. I don't always know what's ahead, but God always knows what's ahead for me. So why are we worried? Unless we forget or don't believe it. For whom he foreknew, he predestined or predetermined to be conformed, to be shaped into the image of his son. So then everything, those that God foreknew and predestined to go happen in your life is really shaping you into what Jesus is all about. So some of the stuff that you're praying about, you need to stop praying because God ain't going to stop it because he's using that to shape you. Let me say it another way. If you've been praying over something like Paul did, the thorn in his flesh. And God hadn't taken it. You might as well just recognize that thing is shaping you into what God wants you to be. So now you need to just begin to praise him because he knows the way that you take. Now, let me help some folk that really might have some biblical theological problems, understanding scripture. In no way am I saying you living with that man that ain't your husband is God helping you and showing you something. There's no way am I saying all them, all them drugs you smoking, God revealing them man, I'll get I'll be under. I'll be getting all kind of revelation. No, bro. No, sis. I ain't saying that. I ain't saying that. No, don't don't leave here, man. I love that preacher. <laughs> no, no, no. You got it twisted. In other words, God make this is so good. Write this down. God makes sure as we go through life, it doesn't destroy us. that's so good right there? Write that down. God makes sure that as we go through life and experience all this crazy and frustration and this and that and the third. He makes sure it don't destroy you. Tell somebody you ain't finna die. Not from what you've been going through. It's not designed to destroy you. It's designed to improve you. Herein lies the secret of the gold that's in you and me. I had to realize and remember that when I had Corona, it wasn't designed to destroy me. It was designed to make me better. So every day I have to remind myself, even in the midst of every now and then a long corona symptom pop up. Oh, you ain't got me. God got me. God gonna use this for his glory. I ain't worried about that. God take no medication. I'm talking about me now. I take no medication for that. God knew I was gonna get corona before I was born. So he's using it for his glory in my life. If I let him, if I think and continue to think as an overcomer, write it down. I have to continue thinking like an overcomer, even when I'm down by 50 points and there's two minutes left in the game. because God does miracles see you looking at it and now, I can't score no 51 points in no t- what you talking about Rev. see you tripping out now see we just got through singing about signs and wonders yeah. miracles See, you got to have a miracle mentality if you're really going to be an overcomer I'm gonna tell you in a minute why you and I need a miracle mentality because see some of y'all don't really know so God makes sure again As we go through life, that life does not destroy us. Somebody say, I'm not going to let life destroy me. So you know what that also means? You're not going to let other people's lives destroy you. I ain't going to let you destroy me with your crazy self. You just as rebellious and I ain't going to let you destroy me. See, some of you all, some of you all don't understand. Some of you all misunderstand and you allow people to tell you if you don't follow their plan and treat them the way they want you to treat them, you're not a Christian. Isn't that a crazy? How you going to let somebody that ain't a Christian to keep lying to you, stealing from you, borrowing money from you, tell you you ain't a Christian if you don't cut them off? You've been lying and stealing and ripping people off for 30 years. I'm not going to keep that. I'm not going to. That ain't going to keep happening. I don't care what you say to me. You didn't get it. You'll get it on the way home. Yeah, those are the main folk that tell you you ain't saved. Why they taking advantage of you? Why they using you? I'm talking better than you saying amen. I know this. Right, let me drink some water for you to clear my throat because I know this is hard to go down for some of y'all. I don't care what you call it deception, uh, uh, um. Um. Uh, what's that one word? Um, uh, I can't think of it right now, but but uh, why? Uh, um. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, gaslighting, folks. Gaslighting you. You full of gas. Cause you still falling for that dumb stuff. You don't see no Jesus in their life, but you believe they, what they say about your Christian life. I just help 15 people. You don't even have a Bible, but you're telling me what's in it and how to do it. See, again, God makes sure, he makes sure, my brothers and sisters, when it comes to his children, he makes sure that as we go through life, it does not destroy us. There are so many stories in the Bible Of people that should have been destroyed from Jacob uh, to uh, Esther. But God made sure. Shadrach, Meshach, and God made sure. Paul, snake bit, beaten, thrown into. But God made. Ain't none of that going to take him out. Because I have his destiny in my hand. Psalm 103. 13, 14. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. Oh, don't miss it. It doesn't say God pities those who fears the drug dealer. It doesn't say God pities those who fears the next variant. It doesn't say God pities those who are afraid of their spouses. God pities his children that are afraid of him. Remember, we talked about this during our teaching on hell. Matthew 10, 28, Jesus says, don't be afraid of folk that can slap you around and hit you upside the head and even kill your body. You need to be afraid of the one that can put your body and your soul in hell. That's who you and I need to fear. If you don't, if your fear is switched, you can't overcome If you're afraid of the wrong thing or the wrong person, you cannot overcome. We have to be afraid of the right person. (laughs) And that right person is God. I am in absolute, total awe of God. People. Be cool to meet. You know, of course, he's gone out. Nelson Mandela, a few other people, you know, be cool to meet, you know. But hey, I ain't afraid of him. I I wouldn't get in the ring with Mike Tyson. I wouldn't do that. Because he may he 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 can put a lot of pain on his body before I die. (laughs) He'd be biting fucking ears and stuff off. So I'm gonna leave that dude alone. Leave him alone. So, again, Psalm 103, verse 13 says, as a father pities his children, so the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, Jehovah, the God that keeps his promises, pities those who fear him. Check out verse 14. For he knows our frame. Somebody says he knows what I'm made of. God knows what we're made of. Why? Because he made us. Why you pray to God like he ain't make you? You praying to God, God, God. I got some pain. I don't know. It's in my neck, but I don't know if it's the third lumbar or the fourth. Man, forget that. He know you. He know where that pain coming from. You kidding me? (laughs) This is. Let's just throw this out here. This just hit my spirit. It's not in my notes. I believe it's in James. I, 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 uh, I don't know exactly where somebody could find it. So so we can give the reference to the people. But but I don't know how many of you ever noticed this. How many of you ever noticed this? I think it's in the book of James. It says, if anyone's sick. Let them call for the elders of the church. Y'all, y'all heard that. Now, sometimes for us to get the revelation, we have to look at that scripture conversely. This is what I mean by that. James says, I believe it's James. Somebody get it. Let me know. If any man's sick, call the doctor. (laughs) Don't say that. That's the first thing you do. (laughs) (laughs) If any man's sick, let him call for the elders of the church. And the prayer of faith, anointing them with oil, shall save this. But we don't do that. When you get sick, you call your mama, you call your wife, you call your husband. You do not call the elders of the church. Maybe that's why folks stay sick too long. God knows our frame. Say that with me. Ready, say it. God knows our frame. What is the frame? It's the outer shell, it's the body. The frame. Listen, I ain't got nothing against it. Hey, I do the same thing. But while you, while we're, include myself, while we're taking care of our frame, Realize it's just the frame. It's just the frame. The frame is what holds the necessary vital parts. Just like your car. Just like this building. There could be none of this without the frame. So God knows how he built you. Write that down. Write that down. In the first person. God knows how he built me because he made me. He created me. He built me. God knows my frame. He knows what I'm made of. He, he he knows what I can take and what I can't take. Stop telling God you can't take no more. Because you're acting like you don't have any faith. God I can't take it no more. He never puts more on us than we're able to bear. So then that cry sometimes can sound like God don't know what he's doing in your life. I, I, I don't know about you. I don't ever want to get to the place where I'm telling God what's best for me. See, again, this is why, this is why again, I, I, I got to make this, this statement you know, uh, uh, with, with folks that's 50-plus, because you couldn't get away with that telling your mama that. <laughs> see, 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 some of y'all folks call your mama by her first name See, that would have been your last mistake if Cecilia Jane Logan was your mama.) <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my cousin, my, one of my first cousins that's some years older than me. Of course, her, her, her father is my mother's brother. And they, they, as Tom Brokaw calls them, the greatest generation, they lived through the Depression, World War II. Them folk knew how to survive. So, so I couldn't tell my mama, I, I can't eat that. <laughs> what you mean you can't eat that? I know you didn't say you can't eat that. I lived through the depression. I know what you can eat. Matter of fact, I know what you can eat like 77 days in a row. I know you can do that. Well, <laughs> I tell you, I, I don't want to go too far into this because, Amen. God made us. What do you mean? I can't take no more God. Now, let's just be real. We all get to that point. We've been there every now and then. I'm getting older. I'm trying not to say that anymore. Because I didn't I didn't went through a whole God has brought me through a whole lot of stuff. It, I know in my mind, oh, I, I, I really can't say that. I, I can take it. I really can't say that. I know he's going to bring me out. I, I really can't say that because I'm an overcomer. I, I, that's what that's what I am. I'm a survivor. So, so I know I can make it through this. You know, I, I'm mad that gas is five and six dollars a gallon, but I'm, I can make it. I'm gonna make it through this. See, since God made us, write this down. He put the right stuff in us. You ain't here by mistake. Come on, bruh. Come on, sis. Quit tripping. You got the right stuff in you. That's why you're here. That's why you're still here. That's why you're still breathing. That's why you came to church. Because you got the right stuff in you. It just takes somebody like me to remind you. You got the right stuff for these times. Tell somebody. Tell them. Tell them. You got the right stuff for these times. It's the only reason you're here, you got the right stuff. Because if you couldn't handle it, you'd have died in 1990. 2000. But you're here. Right now. Because God knows he put the right stuff in you. I'm glad. Hallelujah. I know he put the right stuff in me. He knows our frame. Our frame, according to Genesis chapter two, verses seven and eight, our frame is dust. Somebody say dust. Oh, we're going to go deeper now for a minute. I'm going to challenge your thinking. We're made from the dust of the earth, the dust of the ground. Dust is not the same thing as soil. It's not the same thing as dirt. Some of us got more familiar with dust during the pandemic. (laughs) You didn't go out your house, but it got dusted in a mug. You let nobody in your house. Where all this dust come from? 90% of the dust in our homes is our own dead skin. You, you was laying around with you. He was chilling with you. He was wiping you up. Dust. Dust that floats in the air. Primarily dead things. Plants, animals, people. Dust. Think about that for a minute. God made us from the dust. Hmm. Well, if there was no humans... Around when he made Adam, where did that dust come from? What dead creatures existed before on earth? Because he made us from the dust. Oh, I know you think dust has changed over two, three, six thousand years. Dust is dust. It's one of the statements that are. Made at the committal of a of a person. And in my 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 way of doing it, I I always say here lies the body only. Spirit ain't in there. Just the frame. And and so the funeral director at the uh, after the words of the the, the pastor or the one committing the doing the committal, he says, earth to earth. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. That's what you made of. That's what we're made of, dirt. We're made of dirt. (laughs) Dust. So we are. From the earth we come from and we go right back. See, let me let me let me help you. Let me help you. This is why people are messy. This is why. I ain't picking on let me let me I ain't gonna look no direct direction. This is why we take baths or showers every day. <laughs> See, I know you smell good to you. But I'm going to say what some folk won't tell you: ashes to ashes. <laughs> We're we're all dirty. Our frames get dirty. Because we live on earth. And earth, in case you didn't know, this big round ball we live on is dirt. So God put the right stuff. In us, please write that down. God put the right stuff in us. Mm-hmm. See, he did that back in again Genesis uh, two seven. After he scooped down and got some dust, and he formed the frame. The Bible says, then God whoosh, he breathed into that dusted, dirty frame the breath of life, his spirit. God knows what he put in you. Let's go further. If you're saved in particular, mm, mm, mm. if you're born again in particular, if you claim to have the Holy Ghost and the burning fire, it's something in you you need to get in touch with. Because too many, even believers, too many believers are more focused on the frame than what God put in the frame. This is why you can't overcome. This is what makes it difficult for you to get the victory because you're thinking about what you can do with your frame. Job 33:4, the spirit of God hath made me. The spirit of God hath made me. And the breath of the almighty has given me life. So on the most basic level, we are dust and spirit. Dust and spirit. Why is that important? Because dust connects us with the earth and the world. You can't live and function and operate on this planet without an earth suit. That's why demons want to get in people. Because they're spirits that are just roaming without any means of expression. That's why you can't, that's why you shouldn't do drugs and alcohol and do, because you're opening yourself up, all these spirits that have no expression to get in you. Dust, the dirt, the earth connects us with the world and the earth. We need a connection with the earth. You wouldn't be able to cash your check if you didn't have a body. Because you couldn't work because your body can't work or your spirit can't work without your body You need your body We need our bodies. We need a connection with the earth. I can't have five you without a body We can't serve God on earth without our bodies We cannot experience the world around us without our bodies so our bodies have a lot to do with how we build the kingdom. That's why we need to take care of this body. So the frame, the body is what connects us to the earth. That's why we need food from the earth to sustain this body. You need food from the earth to sustain your body. Whatever something comes from, it stays connected to. But that's not all we are. We are so our spirit that comes from God's spirit. So the spirit of man has to stay connected to the spirit of God. If the spirit of man and the body of man is going to be healthy. Write it down. Write it down. You need to know these things. You need to know your spirit needs to stay connected to God. Let me say it or add this to that. Because we are also spirit. We also have contact with the spiritual realm. So if you don't stay connected to God, there are other spiritual realms you're going to be connected to. Let me say this to some wonderful parents. Just because you saved. And you live in a safe house don't mean your spirit, your son or daughter's spirit is connected to God. You need to watch what they're watching, check their phone, their iPad. I know. I know. See, now I'm making the young people mad at me again. But I want you to live. I want you to overcome. There's a reason why you acting weird, strange. You're in contact with the spirit realm that's not of God. Listen, listen, let me just say this. I'll move on for now. Parents, that requires more than a timeout. So, God's breath gives us His spirit that then connects us with the spirit realm. So, then, how do you know what realm you're connected to? How do you know you're really connected to God? Because you say that because it's been declared over you because somebody blew you over. Somebody laid hands on you. How do you know that you're connected to God? Because if you don't know that you're connected to God or let me say it this way. If you think you're connected to God and you're connected to the devil, you're on your way to hell. Feeling good, feeling fine. He's driving the plane. He's flying the plane. He got everything you could drink. Movies you want to watch. It's so cool. It's, it's, it's cool going to hell. It's a cool feeling. You, ain't it? Come on, let's be real. Y'all remember you wouldn't say. You, oh, God, we got these folk up in here today. <sighs> That's why the preacher got you. Tell his testimony all the time. Because folk act like they would never on drugs. You never was at the blue light in the basement party. You you, you never went to the black light parties. See, we got to tell our children, we know what it's like when the devil is flying your plane. So when the devil starts flying their plane, wait, 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 I've seen this before. Let's talk. God tell him. All right, let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Genesis 126. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Say dominion. dominion. Say dominion. dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, the cattle, over the, all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. God gave man The creature made of dust and spirit, dominion. Not dogs, not cats. We have been given dominion. Dominion means the ability to dominate and to rule and to overcome. We were given the ability to dominate, to rule and overcome. Nothing, no creature, no animal, nothing should be dominating us. Nothing. I used should say this years ago. Some of you will remember because I used to be a big smoker. Don't get mad, you smokers. Just get some dominion. A little cylinder like this going to tell you when to get up and put it in your mouth. I'm, I'm just too crazy in Jesus. You ain't going to tell me that I got to smoke you. Some white powder going make, to make me roll up a dollar bill and tell my head. To, you ain't going to make me do that no more. To be alcoholic. I did. I did. Uh-uh. I can walk by alcohol. No, you can't jump in my body no more. <laughs> you can't make me drink you until I black out and spend all my money and don't wake up somewhere. I don't know where I'm at. I ain't doing that no more. I'm an overcomer. Are there, are there any overcomers in here? I'm just reminding you of how powerful you are. You don't have to to any of the tricks of the enemy you're an overcomer 25 years of pastor i say this all the time and don't mean to offend any of my family watching I'm, i'm that's not it i'm helping people so let my mistake our mistake help some people don't be all sensitive I said, "Mm -mm." my mama was married twice and my daddy was married twice. I'm not going to be married twice. One time for me. I'm overcoming that spirit of divorce. I'm breaking its power off of my life. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to obey and make the right decisions so I can overcome. And it wasn't a one time thing. I'm still making them decisions. It just gets easier the older you get. I mean, man, we're going to be married 34 years next month. Now, don't clap. No, I says, well, you can. I guess it's okay. but. (laughs) But my point, I want to get to my point. Bless your hearts. Man, after 34 years, man, stuff ain't that serious. Plus, I ain't trying to date nobody. It's hard, man. You kidding me? I seen some folk out there. No, Lord Jesus, keep keep Deborah Logan around for 50 more years. Mm I ain't finna put up with another. Mm -mm. And it's the other way around. They got to put up with me. I'm I'm locked in who I am. I'm a man of God. Don't come up with me. Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this right here. Let's get back to this. God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. God gave man dominion over the sea, over the fowl of the air. God gave man dominion over the air. He said, Over the cattle and over all the earth. God gave man dominion over the earth and every creep. You know, them creeps to be hitting you up on social media. Come on, you need to, you need, oh, that, that dude, the creeps. Come on, sister. Let me anoint you with the discernment of creeps. Come on, lift your hands, sisters. In the name of Jesus. Let them discern every creep. Cute creeps, tall creeps, rich creeps, Christian creeps, if there's such a thing. All of a sudden, now you're gonna have a. So let me, y'all, y'all acting up this morning. I didn't expect y'all to be acting like this. So watch this. So God gave man the creature he made from dust. And spirit, dominion, the ability to rule over. That's what dominion is, the ability to rule over. Land, air, and sea. Now watch this. Man saw birds flying through the sky and said, I don't have wings, but I got dominion. So what did man do? Man dug into the earth and got minerals out and fashion airplanes, and said, so "I don't need wings. I got dominion. If I want to fly like a bird, do 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 do. I'm gonna fly like a bird. See, some musicians got that. See, Angie, you too quick. You quick. They're gonna ask you later on what that was about. <laughs> See, I hope y'all don't mind. I enjoy preaching. I hope y'all don't get me. I'm. I, mean, I ain't gonna be. I just enjoy doing this. I just enjoy doing this." So God, so man saw birds I and mean, I got no wings, but I want to fly. So man took dominion over the earth and created airplanes that fly all over the world. Man said, man, I can skim across the, the ocean. I can go down for maybe a minute or so and I got to come back up. I want to know what's down there. So they created subs, submarines, and boats. That's that's overcoming. That's overcoming. That's overcoming. Uh, uh, I-, I thought about this this morning. It, it blew my little mind, you know, because I remember when there were no cell phones. I, I-, I remember you-, you had to wait and get on a dial phone. You remember that one with that cord that was real long that's been around the... See, these kids don't know about no cord. Cord, what does it mean? A cord like... Thong? No, 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 no. Remember when they told us that that the TV was remote controlled, but it had a cord on it too? I don't want to be like, no, you lying, that ain't remote control. But see, but see, but see, we got we've got we've got phones that are computers. You can call somebody right now on the other side of the world. That's amazing. If you needed to talk to somebody, you had to write them a letter. It took days to get your feelings and thoughts. Now it's in a matter of seconds we can communicate to one another. Why? Because God gave us dominion. So we overcome the we overcame the inability to fly. We overcame the inability to stay underwater. We overcame the, the, the uh, every inability that we have. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how much of an overcomer you are. It's probably going to rain maybe this week. Watch this. But God gave you enough sense, gave man enough ability to make raincoats. <laughs> rain ain't gonna stop you you're gonna overcome you're gonna go out there in that rain and look out for them puddles but it ain't gonna stop you because you know how to overcome rain we live here in the midwest we overcame snow don't let it be no more snow this year jesus we know how to overcome snow snow don't stop us now, I know we got some of these warm weather folk that then moved up here. You freaking out when it just started snow? Look, we already overcame the snow. Talk to us. We'll show you how to get the victory. Snow won't stop you. So why am I saying these basic elementary things to remind you that you're already an overcomer? Okay, I'm going to give you this one. You ain't going to forget this one, and then I'm going to move on. You ain't going to forget this one. And most of us are going to be appreciative of this ability to overcome, particularly me, because I'm looking at y'all right now. You got up and put some clothes on this morning. You overcame your nakedness. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank God you overcame. Because some of us don't need to see all of you. I told you I wasn't going to forget this. You're going to say, I can't believe he said that. I can't believe. See, all of that's called overcoming. Here's the definition of overcoming. I'm about done. To overcome means to conquer, to get the better of, to defeat, to vanquish, triumph over, and to win. We were created to win at life. Hey, God in heaven. We were created to win at life. Yes, yes, yes. So so every human being has overcoming power. Write that down. The unbeliever has overcoming power. We see that. But there's an overcoming power that only the children of God have. And I believe you with that. Revelation 21, our foundational scripture, verse 7 and 8, or verses 7 and 8. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I'll be his God, and he'll be my son. Verse 8. But cowardly, unfaithful, detestable, I think the King James uses abominable, people, murderers, sexual sinners, I think the King James uses whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars. (laughs) <laughs> will find themselves in the fiery lake burning with sulfur. That's the second death. I told you. And here in Revelation 21, we're really going to the eternal kingdom. New Jerusalem's coming down. Our foundational scripture, what we've been talking about, I use a lot of natural references of earth and flesh and some spiritual, of course. But I was never talking about your everyday run-of-the-mill overcomer. Nah, not really. Pain, nothing big. I mean, you know, you can overcome bad breath by brushing your teeth. Or a mint. But what I've been talking about and what I've been trying to get you to see are what I call the ultimate overcomer. Mm-hmm. And the destiny of Ultimate overcomers. Yeah, yeah. See, the things that we have to overcome are mentioned in verse 8. Yeah, yeah. Verse 8 tells us what we have to overcome fear. That's a big one today. Fear. When people are afraid, they don't like to admit it. When people are afraid, they tend to stay quiet. Because they don't want their fear to be discovered. People that aren't afraid aren't typically quiet. In fact, people that lack fear but have confidence are bold. 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 The righteous are bold as a lion. We should be bold. Why? We're overcomers? Why, I know what I'm made of. God ain't going to let me go through anything that life ain't going to overtake me. I live a bold life. I'm bold about Jesus. I'm bold about my life. I'm bold about what God is doing. I'm bold. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm having a flashback. Come on, 25 years, forgive me, just had a, had a moment, 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 had a moment. <clears throat> fear, 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 fear. We got to get over fear. Somebody say that with me. We have to get over fear. Have to have to have to have to have to to. One of the things I'm going to say this, I'm going to move on. So many things, so many things. I was talking to my wife, of course, and we were going over the years and I was explaining to her. One of the things that God did that helped me with fear was allow me to join the army. I did stuff I, I, man, I never thought I could do. Did stuff I never thought I would ever do, could do, afraid to do. But you know what, it's something. I'm trying to help some people. Something begins to happen to you when you have fear of something, but you're surrounded by other people that have to do it too. When you're surrounded by other people that have to do the same thing, you're afraid of doing, and then you begin to voice, I don't know if I can do it. Then two other people say, I don't know if I can do it. And then what begins to happen, everybody say, we're going to do it, you can do it. The people that aren't afraid tell the people that are you can do it. My brother did. He was here. He went through this. You can do it. Thousands of people. See, that's why we got to talk to each other. That's why you got to love on each other. You can't let Corona keep you silent. You need to be telling folks, I've been through this. You can get through this. You need to help people get over their Fear. Fear. And acting upon it means you're a coward. It's okay to be afraid, but if you let fear, if you obey fear, if you get in the airplane with fear. And you let fear take over your destiny. You're a coward. And your inheritance will be that of a coward. I know this ain't good to hear. I know it's not, but I can't get up here and sugarcoat you and throw you marshmallows. We must overcome fear because fear torments the mind. You will never get it out of your head that you're going to fail and get punished. You've got to get that out of your head. Fear because you cannot overcome with fear that torments your mind. All these could be messages by themselves. The next one is unbelief. Unbelieving. What is unbelieving? Unbelieving being is uh, is being unfaithful. No matter. No matter what you hear from the scriptures, I don't believe that. Unbelieving is being unfaithful to God and his word. This is one of the things that makes unbelief so dangerous and why God hates it. Because, because unbelief stops the work of God in the earth. Unbelief stops the work of God. If you stop believing, if we stop believing God, we're going to stop working for God. You got to believe God's a healer. Yes. Else you're looking for the next variant. Yes. Yes. And it's, 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 it's. Stopping you in your tracks. He says abominable. Detestable. Abominable people are people so polluted by sin and wickedness. They ain't going to change. They like it. Let me help somebody. There's a difference between bad people and evil people. Evil people like hurting other people. Bad people may do it and it's a mistake or they did it just to get the promotion and now they're really sorry. Somebody evil, they're going to keep doing it. They ain't sorry. They're glad they caused you pain. And if you give them another opportunity, they're going to cause you some more pain. They are evil. You need to stay away from evil people. Pray for evil p- people. Okay, I, I, you know. Murderers. What is a murderer? A murderer is a person that takes the lives of other people because they like it. It's hatred. A murderer is not somebody breaking your house and you pop them off and they die. You wasn't a murderer. You just defended your property. You killed them. There's a difference between a murderer and someone that killed somebody. There are people in our world today that have no regard for human life. You need to know they're murderers. They will not overcome. They will not be blessed. And we need to be. OK, uh, here I go. We need to be telling our young black teenage boys that's running around with all these guns about being a murderer. See, don't say nothing. Just say, see. See, see, now. See. Let me say it again. You need to be telling your grandsons, your nephews, nieces, too, not to be murderers. What's wrong with us? You should have said that so loud and start speaking in tongues. God, I I feel like changing the message right now. We can't we, we, we don't see murder as an enemy of our own community. Murder. Whoremongers, sexual sinners, adulterers, fornicators, whores, prostitutes, all types of biblically unlawful sex. That includes the LGBTQ dot, 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 dot. Sorcerers, magicians, pharmacists, where the word pharmacia comes from. Boy, they love to get on drug dealers, crack addicts. Man, and I know we got some wonderful people. We, I love them. they members of this church. Listen, everybody that sells drugs is not a demon. Let me help you. What makes a person a magician or a sorcerer is when you use drugs, which are potions, to produce supernatural effects so you can control people's lives. And it's not just drug dealers on the corner doing that. There are pharmaceutical companies. There are physicians. And the light that are doing that, they're giving you a potion over the counter and you think it's legal because you ain't going to get arrested. But it's changing your DNA. It's altering your mood and your mind so they can control you. Don't take anything from anybody that's meant to get you out of your normal, natural state and control you, get you in another spiritual realm where now demons are talking to you and you seeing things. Sorcerers, magicians, there are also people, watch this now, who conjure up one spirit to counter another. That's, a, that's what most of these drugs you take and do. You got a symptom in your left side, so they tell you to take this, that go away, that's a demon, to take that away, but another demon show up on your knee, which is called a side effect. That's all it is. It's a demon that's going to take your mind off that demon, and now you got another demon, or two or three you got to worry about. Man, my hip don't hurt no more, but man, my arm, and then sometimes my fingers, and then sometimes, yep, yep, mm mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's another spirit that's entered into you to counter the other spirit. Warlocks, false prophets, etc. Idolaters. Idolaters are people who offer worship to any other God rather than Jehovah. And then all liars, all liars. What does that mean, all, you seem like liars. No, all liars. Because, see, you know, folk didn't categorize lies as white lies, black lies, brown lies. White lies. Get a t-shirt and say, all lies matter. (laughs) All lies matter, L-I-E-S, L-I-E-S, yeah. All lies matter, quit lying. Just don't lie about nothing, just stop lying. See, all liars speak to and speak of people who speak contrary to the truth of God's word. Professors. Remember that one that you just you just liked him or her. It was just something about how they communicated. They were atheists. But you like them, so you believe everything. They said they were a liar. Just because they have a bunch of. Letters behind their name and a bunch of accommodations and they've been published and everybody sings their praise. They may be a liar. Anybody that says anything contrary to the word of God is a liar. God don't care how smart and famous, how many books they've written. They're liars. Anybody that says anything or does anything attempting to deceive people from knowing God is a liar. Is a liar. Jesus said this. I'm, I'm closing. Jesus said, Watch this. I, I ain't trying to make you mad. Jesus said, If you love your father, your mother, anybody in your family more than me, you ain't worthy of me. In other words, if you believe them over me, if you do what they say and not what I say, you ain't worthy of me. So 1 John 4.4, 4, ye are of God, little children. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Who is them? You've overcome liars, uh, fornicators, adulterers, witches, warlocks. That's how you overcome. That's how some of us are here now. Some of you know people that tried to put spells on you and it didn't work. Some of you know the things that you've gone through and it didn't work. You're an overcomer and you need to stay an overcomer. Don't all of a sudden now start changing your mind about the homosexual agenda because they're making so much I'm, I mean I get I just I just can't take it I mean you turn the news on and I, I think it was a guy that turned into a woman that i swam all the women well of course he is and she on the news crying they treat me you owe you a man I know your frame. As my mother said, you're man. I don't care what pronoun you put in front of your name, you're MAN. So we got to overcome that because they're going to push that, push that, equal rights, push that. Listen, we don't want you to die. We don't want you to get beat up. We ain't trying to burn you and put you in a ditch. We don't hate you. We're just saying it's a sin. Don't try to make me accept you when God says no. No. I got to overcome that. And so do you. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Write this down. More specifically, this just puts them all in one category. The them that John is talking about are people with the spirit of antichrist. See, any one of these people, idolaters, liars, sorcerers, they got the wrong spirit. They got an antichrist spirit. They're not for Christ, and they ain't for you either. We have to overcome the Antichrist spirit in the world today. Please hear me. We have to overcome the Antichrist spirit if we're going to make it all the way to our final destination, which is glory. You're not going to make it. If you start saying it's okay to murder people, you know it's it's okay to murder. It's okay, you know, to do what kind of every sin you want. You know, live your best life. You know, hey, nobody should be able to tell you what kind of sex and when to have sex. No, you, 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 you ain't gonna make it. You ain't gonna make it if you become an idolater and you go to church, but you love something else more. But we don't know. God knows because He knows you. He knows you're down sitting and you're uprising. That means God knows every move you and I make. You cannot escape God's eye. He knows our down sitting and our uprising. He knows our thoughts from afar. He knows what we're going to think before we think it. You're of, you're of God, little children, and have overcome them. People with the spirit of Antichrist. Why? Because greater, greater, larger, stronger, better is he that's in you. Who's that? The spirit, not your flesh, not your frame. Greater is he that's in the frame. We got to get back in touch with who's in the frame. We need to be filled again with the spirit in the frame. If we're going to overcome, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Being of God means we came out and from God. We are of God. We came out of God and we're from God. That's what makes me a man of God. Where I came from. I'm not a man of the world because I don't get up and preach worldliness to you. You can tell a man of the world because all he talks about is the world. Being born again reformulates God's DNA mm, 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 in us. It transforms us into overcomers. It's the spirit of God in us that transforms us. Revelation my, 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 12 and 10, 12 to 10 and 11. Then I heard a loud voice saying, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ has come. For the accuser of the brethren who accused them before the Lord day and night has been cast down. Verse 11. And they overcame. Oh, yes, Lord. And they overcame him. And we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimonies because we don't love our lives to the death. We ain't afraid to die. The blood of the lamb is the atoning power of God through Jesus Christ against all confessed sin. My God. When we confessed our sin to father through Jesus and asked him to save us, the blood of Jesus went into action on our behalf. And now there's nothing we cannot be forgiven of except the unpardonable sin blood that's how come i can overcome there's nothing i can do there's nothing you can do to make god not forgive you you, you, except the unpardonable sin speaking against the holy ghost anything else you and i do we can overcome that i want somebody to know i know the devil has been lying to you telling you god can't use you and you this that. there's nothing the blood won't cleanse There's nothing the blood of Jesus won't forgive you. You can be forgiven. The devil doesn't want you to repent. He doesn't want you to overcome. He wants you to stay stuck in that sin. Only way you stay stuck is if you don't repent. The only way you stay defeated is if you don't apply the blood. See, the atoning power of Jesus' blood comes into action Whenever sin is confessed, it is the transfusion that brings transformation. Woo! Hallelujah. It is the transfusion that produces the transformation into sons of God. See, the reason you and I are sons of God is because of the blood of Jesus that has been applied to our lives. We have been transformed. You and I are not what we used to be. Hallelujah. That's why we're overcomers. There's nothing the devil can do that God can't get you out of. There's nothing you can't apply the blood to and the blood won't cleanse you from. Leviticus, I'm almost done here. Yeah, you can bring, bring, this, bring the worship team up. Leviticus seventeen eleven. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. mm, mm. mm. For it is the blood that maketh atonement for the soul, the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotion. If you want to get some tormenting spirits out of your mind, out of your emotions, you need to plead the blood of Jesus. You need to begin to stand on your feet right now and say, devil, you stop lying. God forgave me for that when I first repented. And I silence you now with the blood of Jesus. I silence you. I'm an overcomer. I am no longer that. I'm not bound by that. I'm not doing that. The blood is against you. Hebrews 9.22 And Moses teachings tell us the blood was used to cleanse almost everything. Because if no blood is shed, no sins can be forgiven. I don't know about you. I, I like some of these murder mysteries and crime shows. And one of them, they used to use, I believe it was fluorescent flashlights. And then whatever they shine, the fluorescent, fl- fluorescent flashlight, if there was blood, it would glow. Blood is powerful. Blood has light in it. Lift your hands right there. Blood has light in it. It also has life. Blood has life. It has light. It has cleansing properties. While your hands are lifted, I want you to see the blood of Jesus cleansing you. In fact... Jesus said to his disciples, (laughs) you're all clean because of the word I speak to you. You need to know right now, as this word has gone forth over your life, it was cleaning you. It is washing you. It is giving you overcoming power. Don't ever sell yourself short as a child of God. And then he says, lastly, We overcome him by the word of our testimony. What that means is our testimonies are not valid if they don't have any God's word in it. Without God's word, (laughs) we have no testimony. Because when we speak God's word, we're agreeing with God. And God is the ultimate judge. So, when you and I pray, or when we make declarations, if God's word is in it and it's applied properly, heaven backs it up. Keep your hands lifted. The last two things I want to share with you Romans 21 7, our foundational scripture He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God. He'll be my son. Two things. In this scripture, two amazing things in this scripture are promised to overcomers. I wanna make sure you get them. I wanna make sure we all get them. Number one, he that overcometh shall inherit all things. That's a fortune, Everything. everything, everything, everything. No, 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 see, you think I'm saying that. I'm saying what God says. God promises us all things. We get a fortune. See, I know you can't understand it, because, but, but think about just the natural things that would make your life better. We get that and everything else God says we're worthy of. We get a fortune. I know it's a challenge because No one can adequately calculate what a fortune is. Some of y'all just need to go to the museum and see pieces of art worth millions of dollars and then you'll get a revelation of what a fortune is. You got to stop looking at your tools and fuse in the bank. You need to get fortune minded because that's what overcomers inherit, a fortune. And then the second thing that's more important, All overcomers, all supernatural overcomers inherit a family. God's family. God says we'll be his children. You you, see, see, some of y'all don't know what this means. Uh, Again, just I got the mic and I'm just because I'm going to put me on blast. we, 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 We were talking yesterday. We were with one of her aunts celebrating her as she gets up in age and all the other sisters are leaving. All of us have experienced that. I said, Pastor, you, you, honey, you, I love your family because I ain't got mother, father, grandparents. I ain't got no aunts and uncles. My parents had me so late in life that my family members died off early, long time ago. I know what it's like not to have a family. The only family I got is my wife's. not only, but the majority of people in her family. See, those of us that know what it's like to not have family. When you get to heaven, you're going to have the best family you could ever have. I know Corona's taken aunts and uncles and brothers and fathers and mothers, but I want to encourage you to overcome. I want to encourage you to hold on because you're eventually going to get a fortune and you're going to get the best family that you could imagine. We're all going to be. God's children and we will not cry anymore. He's going to wipe all the tears from our eyes. The things that made us sad. The things we had to overcome when we were sad. We will not have to deal with them any longer. Father in the name of Jesus I'm speaking to overcomers. I'm speaking to people that you breathed your spirit into. I'm speaking to people that you built for the last days. These are not weak people. These are not frail people. These are not cowards. These people are not whoremongers. These people are not idolaters. These people are not liars. These people are not sorcerers or magicians or witches or warlocks. These people are not murderers. These people are not abominable or detestable. These people are not unbelieving but yet believing. And I thank you for who they are. And I thank you for recognizing who they are. And I thank you for calling me to remind us of who we are. Because we are overcome commerce and we will inherit all things and we will be a part of your family for ever strengthen your people with the knowledge of this truth in jesus name amen well thank you for joining us i also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link support our ministry your giving is what moves ministry forward and ministry must move forward you can also visit us online at cffczion.org for more information if you were blessed by this word please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family god bless you